Bring your AT&T locked phone, trade it in, and T-Mobile will pay it off up to $650 and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones free. Plus, next time, you're ready for an upgrade a whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T-Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid MasterCard in 15 days. Free phone via 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified, plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. Ctmobile.com. Life is fast and furious. Sometimes you need a boost. The Shotners can help with Lipo B12 injections. Increase energy, improve mood and sleep. It even helps with allergies. Or boost your immune system with our Triimmune Booster, packed with vitamin C and zinc. It gives your body a head start at fighting off illness. With three locations throughout the Mid-South, we can get you in and out quickly. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. Protection you need with a personal touch. The Shot Nurse. Are you shopping for a new watch, an engagement ring, or any kind of jewelry at all? Then come shop where the Grizzlies and former University of Memphis Tiger great shop, Platinum Jewelers here in Memphis. Platinum Jewelers has a big selection of earrings, stackable rings, luxury watches, necklaces, bracelets, really whatever you need. We do custom jewelry and are located at 9387 Poplar Avenue next to Fresh Market in Germantown. So if you need anything jewelry related, Come see Platinum Jewelers. Need help finding the perfect engagement ring? Hi, I'm Jay Gaddis from James Gaddis Jewelers. Memphians have trusted my family to help them celebrate life's most important events for over 60 years. We continue that tradition with our knowledgeable staff and the largest array of diamonds and mountings to fit any budget and every style. From custom designs to our carefully hand-selected collections, we have the most beautiful jewelry that's sure to win their heart. Located at 4900 Poplar Avenue near the corner of Hall in East Memphis, James Gaddis Jewelers, your Memphis family jeweler. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333 309-133 located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers and Summer of a Thousand Engagement Sale is going on right now and what's really cool is we're still on a renovation at our Perkins location. Kind of like my voice is right now. It's a great time to come in and see what we got going on. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices or online at rijewelers.com Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase. Make more of what's yours. Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank, N.A. member FDIC. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service go Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis go Memphis Covington Pike go. Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Boy, you done your best. Time you took your rest in the shelter Go on ahead and go home. 
I'm back on the Jeff Gawkins Show. Let's do this Chris Harrington. Now, it's Chris Harrington, live on 92.9, discussing the Grizzlies, Memphis, and more. Presented by the Memphis Showboats. Get your tickets now. Starting at just $10, go to usfl.com. Go let your mama see you smile. Tony joins me now. Chris, what's this we're listening to? Uh, it's Go Ahead and Go Home by Irish Commence. And continuing to send long-distance dedications <laughs> to uh, Nikola Jokic this week. Big guy, you do you. Whatever you want to do. You don't need to wait. Uh, we got more Nikola Jokic. Uh, Jeffrey, do we have this clip from Nikola Jokic? This is about uh, sort of the, 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 about the process of, of, of getting to, to win. I think you you need if you want to be a successful you need a couple of years you need to you need to be a bad then you need to be the good and then you need to figure then you need to when you're good you need to fail um, and then when you fail you're gonna figure it out you know I think the experience is something that is not what happened to you is what you're gonna do with that with happen what happened to you, you know and uh, yes Jamal was injured yes we we lose the first round or second round in the playoff I don't even remember who even, who remembers uh, but. There is a process that you need to. You need to. There is a steps that you need to fill, and it's it's a it's not a it's not a, there is no shortcuts. There it's a, it's it's a, it's a journey, and uh, I'm glad that I'm part of this journey. I think you you do you do you, do you agree? And uh, how does that apply to our Memphis Grizzlies? Well, I think anytime you generalize, like it's always easy to generalize about things. Right. And the reality is there there's there's never just one path. Right to get from point A to point B for the most part. There's different paths. That is a classic way that NBA teams, you know, build and then break through. And I've always, as a basketball fan, enjoyed and appreciated those sort of multi-season arcs. Of Pistons teams. tried to get by. Pistons chased the Celtics. Whatever, you know, yeah. um, the Bulls chased the Pistons. Pistons. The Knicks chased the Bulls. Sometimes teams break through. Sometimes they don't. You know, I, I, as a basketball fan, I like those multi-season arcs of teams being built over time, building the chemistry over time, tweaking over time, facing adversity, you know, and, and finally breaking through. So I, I appreciate that. The LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh Heat didn't, right, didn't, didn't go that. through that. The Bubble Lakers didn't do that, right? Yeah, yeah no, right, not really. Yeah. And so, you know, that's you don't have to do that, but that happens a lot, and I appreciate um, when that does happen. Um. In terms, it is, first of all, it is kind of amazing that it feels like America, again, is just discovering a guy who has back-to-back MVPs. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not, that is not, it's crazy that in uh, professional NBA commentators and, and, you know, not writers as much, but mostly like TV people felt like they were just discovering right. him in these playoffs. That is wild. For the for the you know NBA fandom writ large, I, I think not even NBA fandom for right. sports fandom in America writ large, yeah. you know I think a lot of people are like just super casuals. And so if you have a team in your city, you follow a team in your city, right. and otherwise it's almost otherwise like you know about LeBron. Like well, otherwise you don't know much else. It's not that different yeah. from like back in the in the eighties when I first started becoming an NBA fan. Before I got like hard into it, like you know you knew the Magic Lakers and Larry Bird. Um, Celtics and Dr. J Sixers, and then after that, it's a little it. fuzzy. Like there's just no. some other teams Maybe out there. Maybe pay attention you know? to Clyde Drexler and the, right, and right, the, right, the right. Blazers, but you know, yeah. whatever. Dominique and the Hawks. Right. Um, where, by the way, does Dallas fit into that? The Dallas New Dirt Championship. Um, that was an interesting one because it was it wasn't really a team. It wasn't a team writ large that sort of went through it and finally broke through. It was a Dirk that went through right. it, you know, and the team just sort of, you know, reconstituted itself and revolved itself around Dirk for like 15 years. And, and I'd have to go back and look and see how much other overlap there was between the team um, that won the title and the team that lost to the uh, the Heat, right. the, 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 the Dwayne Wade Shaq team, right? And so other than Dirk, I'm not sure who else was on both teams. I'd have to go back and look. Maybe Jason Terry was. But it wasn't like a core of like four or five guys that went through the wars for five years in a row kind of thing. So you hope, as a Grizzlies fan, that this is there's a process and you fail and you stumble and then you break through and whatever yeah. else, and that they're in, the, they're in the midst of this process. I was talking to John Martin about, I, I wouldn't say he's down on the Grizzlies, but, what, but he, he was being negative about their prospects going forward. In the next three years, which you have highlighted as, because that's when Jaron Jackson Jr.'s 
deal is up after three years. So there's yeah. right now a very clear yeah. three-year window. You might have more than that, but that's what right. you definitely you know. Have. You know you got that. And by yeah. the way, that sort of skews young. Like, yeah, that's when the three years are, but it may e- not. Even three years from now, they're still going to be on the young, young on the young side for a team you would think. So it's, a title. it's a lot that that's the window given yeah. how, given their age. Um, what I told him was, I would be disappointed if they don't make a Western Conference Finals in the next three years, and I think that's a reasonable bar. Yeah, is that it, it, like is is. Would you be disappointed if they don't make a? It, yeah, no, no. I, I think that is a reasonable bar. I, I would say the whole thing. We focus so much on, on like winning a title, and yes, that that is. We we right. understand that is everyone's <laughs> goal, right? right? But the reality is, I mean, Denver has been around for forty something years, and they right. just won their first title, right? And so I, that's never been my bar of like six. That's not my pass fail bar ever. You know, um, I think with the Grizzlies, the way their team was constructed. They're constructed in a way that you can expect to be a competitive slash contending team. Whatever, however you define contending. Some people say, well, you're not a contender, you know. You only w- went to the second round of the playoffs. I don't right. know. That's eight teams. I, that works for me, right? And so to be, a, to be a competitive playoff team over a long stretch, that is the way they're set up to be. So that's the level of expectation. If you're a competitive playoff team over a long stretch, like making a conference final, seems like a bar you want to hit at, at a minimum, Right. Beyond that, it's kind of gravy, and you hope to get there. But the, what I would say is if you look at the, the, the recent history of the NBA, it's true these last four – you know, you like Denver's won a title, Milwaukee's won a title, Toronto's won a title, and then you got a Lakers team in there too, right. and a Golden State team in there too. So it's a mix of like dynasty kind of teams, franchises, and ones that aren't. And so you've seen that in the recent history of the NBA, and even that Golden State team that won last year was not like a super team right, kind of no. team, Right. Maybe the Lakers with LeBron and Davis together kind of were. But you've seen that you don't have to have super teams to win titles. You don't have to be in supermarkets to win titles. But what has not changed is you have to have a super player to win a title. And if you look at Nikola Jokic, right. look at these players in these moments. Nikola Jokic in this moment. Steph Curry in his moment. LeBron in his moment. Giannis in his moment. Kawhi Leonard in his moment. These are all players who could who could claim to be potentially the best player in, in the, the world, world in that, in moment. that moment. I don't know if Ja is ever going to have a moment where he can say, I might be the best player in the world right now. And so can you break through and win a title without that? That is more rare. Like the Pistons team with Billups and Wallace and all those guys did that. But most teams that we look back on and say, well, that's not your typical title team. That Dirk Dallas team, guess what? In that moment, they won that we title. Dirk might have been the best player in the world. So, and you contrast that to the Celtics, who don't really have a player who's the best player in the world, right? Like, no, that, it's, it's to a, me, Tatum is very similar to Ja, yeah, in that sort of, can, yeah. you, can you reach that extra level? On the other know? hand, can't you think that, that, no, I don't think anyone, like, Jokic isn't just the best player in the world in the moment, he's the best player in the world, right? Like, well, he, 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 he's, he's good enough to stake a, a claim. Right. Like, yes, he, like a claim. he is the, the, the upper tier, right? Him, Giannis, can you, ha- can you get to the upper tier? Can you win a title without a player who in that moment, in that season, is not an upper-tier player? And that is pretty rare. But can you imagine? I I don't really imagine Ja will ever be one of the three best players in the world by a claim. I don't Probably imagine Probably not. But in a series or a championship yeah. series, could he look like the best player in the world? This is a bad moment for Ja right now. Right. For off-the-court reasons, and there's on-the-court on the stuff right. in terms of durability and his shooting and whatever. John Morant made second-team All-NBA at age 22. Right. Finished seventh in the MVP vote at age 22 two years ago. Um, has had, you know, multiple high 40-point playoff games. Has taken over and dominated stretches right. of playoff games. So I, when I say Ja does it, it may, he's not someone who seems likely he's going to reach that upper tier in a season. That doesn't mean he, he can't. He, he is right. not, it's not off the board that he gets there. You know? I also just don't. It may be that in a given year he looks like the eighth or tenth or whatever you want to play him best player in the world, but in a we've seen Ja like in a series yep. like I can see, I can see Ja taking over a a, a finals. I can see that. Well, I can I, imagine that. I can also I'll go back to that Pistons team or there. That's not the only one. There are a few others. Typically, you have to have one of those super elite players to win a title. Typically, it's not impossible. It's right. not impossible to break through. And, and as you get into a league that has that doesn't have the super teams, it's right. more possible for a team without a super elite player to beat a team that only has the one super elite player, right? Like I watched that Denver team and and I 
that just won the title. And I thought they were the best team in the West all year. And I thought they were going to go to the finals. I can imagine this Grizzly team with this collection of talent, Beating if everyone's healthy, why not? 100%. Yeah. I actually think they match up pretty well. Right. You know, so, uh, um, but it's funny. I think some people might say that's disappointing to think that in the next three years, what you're all your, well, no, I'm hoping for a championship. I'm just saying to me, the level between, oh, well, this didn't accomplish what I wanted and not is yeah. to getting me, the, to where this team has was me, once before. Unless you have one of the, the true upper crust guys, like you have LeBron. You know, and you you don't get a title out of it. If you have LeBron on your team for 10 years, you don't get a title. Okay, you'd be disappointed, right? right? But short of something like that, to me, like the whole title or bust thing is just rhetorical. It's not it's not the reality of day-to-day fandom. Do you think Wembenyama is going to change the calculus in the West anytime soon? I don't know. I've seen YouTube clips. What do I know? <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, really, right. I, I don't know. I, I People... People who I trust who are not like, you know, go off go off the deep end easily think that, yeah, this guy is like, you know, he is at this stage of his like development. LeBron. He's a LeBron Kareem. He's right. one of those, right? And so but the other thing is, and 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 Kareem was was big. Kareem was like seven two, seven three. He this guy may be taller. The injury history of guys that tall is kind of shaky. So I, I I trust that he is that super elite level of a prospect. I don't think it is a given he has that level of all-time great career. I mean, that's a hard thing to do, so we'll see. Uh, I've, by the way, already announced that today is going to be the day when we're going to hear the news. It seems to me to be totally logical. You don't need to wait for Friday. I think today, I, 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 think, I, I think agree. I don't day. know why it wasn't yesterday. And I actually I think it's going to be during Jason and John's show. Okay. Uh, sometime between 11 and 2, and so I think we'll hear the news. In the meantime, I see that your attention has been turned to the NBA draft. Yeah, I, and I, I, I'm, 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 I'm Colby I'm, Jones. I'm, well, that's just who I happen to be watching uh-huh. yesterday. I'm cramming for the exam. This is cramming week. This What's week the of, process? What's your cramming process? So it's not like I'm starting from zero. Like, you know, I, I, you didn't, know I did not watch a lot of college basketball last season. I really only watched Arkansas and Memphis games, and, like, the Memphis games were not helpful to NBA scouting. Right. Um, so I know I have a good handle on the Arkansas guys, and that's about it. Florida Atlantic impressed you. <laughs> they, they, they didn't have any pros, know, they didn't have any pros right, either. Right, I saw right. Zach Eady up front. I wasn't impressed by him as an NBA player. Um, um, saw him lose Yes, um, in a 16-1 game, as did you. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I've read tons of stuff, right? So I've, I've read all the mocks, and I've read a lot of the scouting stuff. And, you know, and so I, I'm very conversant in who the players are and what they're supposed to be like. But this is the week that I'm I'm basically watching scouting videos and watching them closely, you know. You watch a 15 minute scouting video, but but you 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 already have a sense of like the stats, the sizes, the wingspans, the ages, what people think, right. and you sort of go from there. And so this is the week where I'm watching like the scouting videos of all the relevant players and taking a few notes and then trying. How to How many come relevant up. players do you think for the like? Okay, so 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 I right now I've got like eleven guys that I've crossed off as not relevant to Grizzlies, and then after that, because like Scoot will be gone, for example. Right, right, like, right. yeah, right. Okay, and yeah. after that, almost anybody because they got pick they got a pick in the mid forties too. Um, well, it's interesting because one of the Jonathan Gavoni's draft is up today. He has a new mock draft up today, and he hasn't taken Brandon Pudzinski from yep. Santa Clara. Um, but this is what he says. Fits the productive and versatile role player Memphis's targeted past drafts. <clears throat> he would have a chance to earn playing time in backcourt that will be much thinner once John Morant's suspension is announced. But then it says this. Memphis is another team that's believed to be aggressively looking for opportunities to trade up into the late lottery to middle first round portion. So that kind of expands the list of people, players who might be relevant. Yeah, but doesn't expand it. Again, I, I've got like ten or eleven guys crossed off, and so they're picking twenty five. Right. I'm only, you know, You're I'm looking right. at I see. right. right. Yeah. And so now, even if they don't move up, this is the kind of draft where somebody who's like number 15, 16, 17 in a mock draft is probably going to be there at twenty five. It may only be one guy, but who knows right. what that guy's going to be? Is it going to be Nick Smith Jr.? Is it going to be you know Bilal Kulubali? Is it going to be? I mean, Keontae George? Like one of these guys is going to is going to slip more than likely. So. It's pretty clear that they're not going to exercise all three draft picks, don't you think? That's a, a no, reasonable. I don't, I just, I don't know. A, you, I don't know what you mean by exercise all three draft. Oh, well, picks. Well, no. Will they make all three picks themselves in those? Well, slots? yeah, but even that you get. You, I, I'm sorry, you get sort of semantic stuff because even if you make a trade, right. you're the one you're exercising ma- yeah, the pick, whatever. Yeah, I, effectively, I, I, no. I, I think can they make all three picks for themselves? 
Sure they can because they're only going to, even if they make all three picks for themselves, only roster in one of these deals. Right. Because the, the at 45, I think that's deep enough in the second yeah. round that that's going to be a two-way, two-way contract right. guy. And the, and the late 50s pick is either going to be a two-way guy or there's going to be like some Giannis Timo, Wayne right. Gillian, Sesh. like nominal thing that, you you know, you just, a name you put you put on you put on a sheet somewhere and put it put it in the drawer for later kind of thing. So, uh, and what are the, like, is there, if they're making a trade, it could very well involve this number 25 pick, right? I mean, and, sure. and we will know I would that. assume. I don't, I don't think they're going to keep, one thing I don't think they're going to do is keep the pick at 25 and then trade for another pick that's a player you would have to roster. That, right. that I don't, I don't think they're going to come out of this draft with two players that they're they're planning to put on the fifteen man roster. roster, that is what I don't think. Will but happen. there is some substantial probability, even that they they could draft someone at twenty five or move up to twenty two, and that player's yeah. on the roster, and that's yeah. Yes. Now, now, if they do that, as currently constituted, that would be their fifteenth player. And so, if they're trying to replace Dylan Brooks with an outside small forward, like something's got to give somewhere. And I think the complication that that the, the pattern for the Grizzlies has been. To get to, to 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 go through all this stuff, have more players than you than you than than you can keep, and then just cut somebody later. Right. And so, like, but if you look at the roster now, there's no whichever Plumley they had. Miles is that who they cut? <laughs> there's no Miles Plumley right. on this roster. There's no Marco Guterich on this roster. There's no. There's not even a Kelly and Tilly, and there's not even right. a Kennedy Chandler. I don't there's see no a, I don't see a single player of the 14 they have under contract. They are actually going to be willing to waive and just pay to go away. I just do not see it on this roster. Is there so they, so they got to figure that out? As you are looking uh, at the at these possible picks, and again, who the hell knows what what moving pieces? Who's going to be shipped out? Who's going to be coming in? Like, right. We got no idea. Um, is there a type though? Is there something you don't think they want? Are you saying well, they're not going to draft a pure one? Well, I, so, no. so, so one guy, one guy I, I got into yesterday was a guy I think he played at Indiana, Trace Jackson Davis. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. I mean, he's a four-year guy. He's already twenty-three, so he's like older or whatever. But like really athletic, power forward, and bouncy can you know throw down lobs. He can pass a little bit. Interesting guy, especially in the late twenties. I looked at him and I said. He, you only have 15 roster spots. He can't be on the same roster as Brandon Clark and Kenneth Lofton Jr. There's just too much similarity right. there, and there's too much similarity among players who can't play together. Right. Like it's one thing if you have like too many big wings, or you you can play. You look at Denver, like they're trying right. to they basically build a team where they have like one little guard and one big center, and everyone else is some kind of wing forward type, right? Um, so you can have like seven guys who look like Jake Laravia. I don't think you can have seven guys who look like Brandon so, Clark on a roster. So a classic four, you kind of cross it off. A classic four, a, a pure one position four who's like, you know, that's all they are. Like that kind of player, I think you would have a hard time bringing onto this roster. Other than that, no, just talent. How about a pure point guard or a pure five? Sure. I, I, well, I think the five thing is less likely because – Again, because you have so much, not only you, you have roster spaces invested into your front court, you have so much money invested into your front court. You have Jaron on a long-term deal. You have Stephen Adams on a long-term deal. Brandon Clark on a long-term deal. And then you have Xavier Tillman, Kenneth Lofton, and Santi Aldama. That's six guys out of 15. So I don't I, I don't see them adding to that and having a seventh big. Um, so I think that is unlikely. But I think any kind of perimeter player you can make room for. Uh, do you have any opinion on what's the, the drama at the, t- at the top of the draft? People, Brandon Miller, Scoot, two, three, who's going to so I read some stuff yeah. on Scoot last night. It was interesting to me because people who seem very high on Scoot and people who I trust are very high on Scoot. I don't have a personal feel for it. But I read one thing that was sort of more of the counter, you know, the counterbalance to that. That was, you know, his profile right now coming into the league looks an awful lot like Emmanuel Moutier's profile coming into the league. Emmanuel Moutier was a big physical, right, physical power dude, point yeah. guard, was the number one prospect in his high school class, you know, didn't go straight into college. I think he went to China. There was some weird thing, right. but it seemed like this overpowering Baron Davis kind of point right. guard considered, like, and then he just didn't pan out because his shot didn't come around or whatever. I have no idea what Scoot Henderson's going to be. Most people seem to think he's going to be great, like a Baron davis level kind of point guard, all-star point guard. But the, the Moutier thing was interesting to me because most of the times when we look for comps, we think about not good comps. We th- we don't <laughs> yes we don't think about range or we right. think about if the guy pans out what right. kind of player will he be like, like. Right. and so to me the Moutier thing was kind of an interesting sort of you know 
thumb on the other side of the scale. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about New Orleans maybe trading up to get Scoot. Right. If you're New Orleans, do you have to plan with there is some day when Zion is going to be healthy and that's the we're planning for that? That's a hard question. At this point, I would be if I could get value, I think I'm almost ready to move on. It, it, I would just be so weary of the Zion thing <laughs> right? because I just don't trust he's ever going to really be healthy and can stay healthy. And part of it is just, you know, his body and the way he plays is naturally, I think, going to break down. But it, but everything you hear, there seems it's to be, not, and setting aside all the drama right. recently, even right. before that, it was, is this guy really They're focused? Is he really taking it seriously, you know? All right, Chris, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Chris Thanks. Harrington from the Daily Memphis. Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphis is going to join us next. We'll talk about stuff going on in the city, uh, including uh, the recent the recent uh, burglary or whatever it was at Buster's. Uh, and so we'll talk to Sam about that, taxes, other stuff in the city. Uh, before that, I do want to tell you, it's Father's Day coming up, and uh, you should take your father to brunch at Bounty on Broad. Get the Pork Belly Benedict. That's uh, that's poached eggs. It's got hollandaise sauce and pork belly. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. Fried oyster omelet, absolutely delicious. Um, get a bounty Bloody Mary. Get a bounty breakfast shot. Dad like a bounty bounty breakfast shot. Listen, it's a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. It's on uh, right there on Broad Avenue. It's uh, I mean they they still have wine on Wednesdays, which half price bottles of wine, half price glasses of wine on Wednesdays. But it's just a fabulous place, one of my favorites in the city. No better place to take your dad. Phone numbers four one zero eight one three one four one zero eight one three one two five one nine Broad Avenue. When we come back, we'll talk to Sam. Jeff Cockatcher, ninety three nine FM, ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Coming up at 11 a.m., it's the Jason and John Show. Weekdays from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. Life is full of ifs. If you see potential in every day, if you push for that promotion, and even bigger ifs like if you say, I do. If you can cash flow like a pro and get paid up to two days early, if you can safeguard against surprises and supercharge your savings, the if in life becomes less iffy. Regions Life Banking makes it possible. If you're interested, let's talk about the if in life. Regions Bank embrace the if in life. Regents Bank, member FDIC. Are you looking for homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, business insurance? If so, this is Gary Parrish reminding you to get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance. That's Elizabeth Rook Insurance, a second-generation local agency that's been owned and operated since 1981. It is the home of the Erie Rate Lock. What's the Erie Rate Lock? It's a way to lock in your auto rates indefinitely. So please get in touch with Elizabeth Rook Insurance, 867-SAVE, 867-7283 on the web rookinsurance.com. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. This summer, escape the ordinary with a trip to Sissy's Log Cabin. Here, you can heat up your style with everything from the must-haves of the moment to classic jewelry staples you'll treasure for a lifetime. Stop by any of our stores or visit sissyslogcabin.com to shop exclusive designer jewelry, diamonds, and more. All while experiencing a destination unlike any other. Make summer last forever only at Sissy's Log Cabin.
because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Baseball season is in full swing, and there really is no better place to get in on MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's right, up to $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. All you need to do, go to FanDuel.com slash Fuller to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Fuller. Don't miss your chance to snag a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Fuller to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 21 plus and present in Tennessee, first online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. It's Macy's Father's Day sale. Take an extra 25% off great gifts for every dad with your coupon or Macy's card. Or shop Father's Day specials like 40 to 50% off classic styles from INC, Alfani, and more. 25 to 40% off activewear essentials from Adidas, Reebok, and more. And 40% off designer watches to update his look. Give love, give style. Now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. You've never had anything like Kentucky Fried Chicken's new chicken nuggets. They're so good, you'll hear a random choir singing every time you open the box. Don't believe me? Just listen. Box open. KFC Chicken Nuggets. Box close. Open. Close. Can we get a remix? Order KFC's new chicken nuggets on the KFC app today. That's finger looking good. Prices and participation may vary. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show. Live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Bike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I was talking to someone about O'Call the other day, and they said uh, the secret sauce for O'Call. Clothes are beautiful. Clothes are great. Clothes are fantastic. Secret sauce is the people. And uh, and it, 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 this Father's Day week is a perfect example. You're going to wander in there. You're going to go, what am I going to do for my dad? And, and A, they may well know your dad, <laughs> know his trends, his sizes, whatever else. But they certainly know dads. And they will point you in the right direction. They did for me. A rube like me walked in there one day. And, uh, and they're like, okay, Jeff, this is what we're going to do. And, uh, and I was and they transformed, let's be honest. Um, so uh, if you are at a loss what to do for Father's Day, do not be at a loss any longer. Head on and see your friends at O'Call. By the way, they had a loss at O'Call this, this, uh, this week. Do you remember Jake the Dalmatian, Jeffrey? How can I forget, Jeff? Great Dalmatian. And, uh, and he went across the Rainbow Bridge. He's a good boy. He was a very good boy. Maybe met more people than any other dog because he, he would go. He was a service dog who would go into St. Jude uh, once a week for years. And then at O'Call, he'd see 50 to 100 visitors in, in an hour. Like, people would line up to see Jake. Anyway, Jake's no longer there. But the, uh, the folks are, the clothes are, Father's Day awaits. Joined now by Sam Hardiman. Sam Hardiman with the Daily Memphian. Read him every day. In the Daily Memphian joins me now. Sam, I have a question before I get to anything else. When you have a disappointment, like your Celtics losing or your, uh, 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 your Bruins losing in crushing fashion uh, in the way that they did, do you take comfort in all the past championships the Boston teams have? Like, is that like a warm blanket that you can use? I've, I don't have such a blanket because I'm a Bills fan and a Sabres fan. Is, is, is an old championship, can you just bring it out whenever you need it to lift your spirits? No. <laughs> Is that true? Like you were devastated when the Bruins lost this this year. They 
best team in the league, all of that, despite, you know, whatever, all the past championships you've been able to revel in? I mean, you know, given the fact that I was born in 1993, I only have, you know, what I remember, right? Like, I can't, you know, when, when the Celtics, you know, founder like they did against Miami, I don't, I can't go hug Bill Russell. Like <laughs> Bill Russell's great, man. Like, you know, right. American icon, right. Respect to Bill Russell, respect to Red Auerbach, but it's a different era and, and the success only lasts so long. I mean, the 2008 team is like best remembered right now for the weirdness that was the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett live stream a couple of weeks ago. Right. Right. And so, I, no, I can't go. I can't go. What was what's, reach for it? What's the best championship of your life? The the cha- the one championship that your team has won that you would never trade. The single best championship. It's got to be, and, and I would I would like to say a Patriots Super Bowl here, but I won't. I, honestly, it's the 2008 Celtics. Because really, yeah, it, it was it was what what it meant for Pierce. First of all, to to sort of join the pantheon of Celtics right. great. And, and that really mattered, as well as just, I think, the classicness of that playoff run. Like you have in the semifinals, the Pierce and LeBron duel. And looking back on that and how unbelievable LeBron was in that game, that's pretty incredible. And then you have the Celtics-Lakers and, and that sort of thing. So that makes also 2010 and losing in 2010 because you're relying on Shaquille O'Neal and Jermaine O'Neal and neither of whom play, and, and so it's it's really old, old, old Rasheed Wallace is, you know, why you lose that game because there's no Kendrick Perkins. That's the, you know, that, that makes it the, the sweetness and the bitterness of those two things. I think they make a nice memory together. Did you know Kendrick Perkins was a nut when he was a Celtic fan? He's terrible. I'm not going to go there, Jeff. <laughs> okay, yeah. fine. All right, we'll go, on to, we'll go on to firmer ground, Sam. Talk to Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphian. Taxes. So uh, they're thinking about city city councils thinking about raising taxes, uh, but ten percent seems to be too, what's happening. What's happening with taxes? Well, so you know, tax increases are nice and hypothetical, and then when you get into the nitty gritty of oh, we're actually about to vote on these, um, public leaders, politicians, you know, thinking about their constituents, you know, and the feedback they're getting from their constituents, right? Because the Memphis City Council is really our local representatives of the people, right? Just like Congress yep. is at a federal level, et cetera. And, you know, Cheyenne Johnson, you know, one member of Memphis City Council, she voiced yesterday, she's like, like, that's, you're raising a 29% increase on property taxes, 10% increase. That's a lot. That's a lot for my constituents. Edmund Ford Sr. saying the same exact thing. You know, he represents Westwood, right? Like some of these communities, you know, 10% is a lot. $10 a month is a lot for people. And so that. Yesterday at Memphis City Hall, there, is, there was a tremendous amount of pushback about the idea that, you know, has been in the media for some time. I've been writing about it and has been talked about by some members of the city council of, like, we need to invest in this city right now. And now there's being some political cold water thrown on that of, like, whoa, are we really going to raise taxes on our constituents? It's and, funny. and that's what's going on, Jeff. I'm not, I'm, I'm not great at math. So it's a proposed 29-cent hike. So yes. what, what does that mean if I have a $100,000 house? So I knew you were going to ask me this, and I, did I take out my arithmetic and, and do my little calculations <laughs> today? No, I, I did not. <laughs> um, so I can't tell you what okay. it means if you yeah, have a $100,000 right. house. Right. Um, but think about it like this. If you, right now you're going to pay, if nothing changes, $2.71 per $100 of assessed value. Okay. okay. Yep. And so I believe a residential home and don't quote me on this. And I'm sure some real estate people listening right now are like, Oh, he's about to butcher it. But a residential home is assessed at a uh, 25% of the appraised value. Okay. okay. So if you have a hundred thousand dollar house, I see. you're getting taxed at $25,000 there. Okay. That's your, that's your appraised value. That's where you tax on. So, so moving up the rate that you're paying on that assessed value by 10% would be significant and it would go up the more valuable your home is. It, it's, it's interesting to me. I mean, we both have the, the, the county commissions dealing with a, a, you know, possible tax issues and as is the city council. And one of the things that's interesting to me is um, I, I do get the sense, like people don't like raising t- taxes, period, right? But I think they would be more, more look upon it more favorably if they thought that it really made a difference, right? Uh, 
and um, and 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 that's the problem is that people don't really think they just see the money that they're paying, but they don't really think it's going to make a huge difference. This tax increase, I gather, would go largely to MATA on the one hand, but also for some youth programs. And I thought, I thought Chase Carlyle had a really interesting quote in your piece, where he basically said, "It's much easier to tax." to raise taxes and then spend for structural stuff where you can see it. But the truth of the matter is this, to tax and spend for programs of the sort that we all acknowledge we need for young people in Memphis, it's actually a tough sell because there's no real, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bet for five, ten years down the road and there's no real way to know if it's working or not. That's right, Jeff. And I think that's something that Chase Carl hit on during the city council meeting yesterday, that is, I think a broader problem with democracy, if you'll, if you'll let me uh-huh. go a little wide here, but you know, you cover sports, you've covered sports for most of your career. We can talk with some authority on measurements of athletes, right. And the right. different players in those sports in democracy, it is really, really difficult for us as, as citizens of that democracy to evaluate how our government is doing with the resources that we give it, which are our tax dollars, right? And to the point that Chase Carlisle was making yesterday, right, is if you're investing in youth programming and say you're opening community centers longer, you're hiring, you're, you're keeping the skilled, talented people that are working there and working with kids and keeping them out of trouble, you know, longer and, and they're turning over less and you're building these relationships, how do you how do you measure the impact of a great mentor on a group of kids? It's really difficult to do. It is really easy to say, well, we, we paid X amount of money to build that new community center. Right. And so that's the juxtaposition here. And, and that's really the issue that we in Memphis face. And I think people nationwide face, but it's very difficult to measure things that don't happen. Right. So the, the city has invested in a gun violence intervention program. And they've funded that for several years now, for more, almost a decade, to about $2 million a year, right? Yep. And that's supposed to quell gun violence in communities where there have been shootings, where really what they're talking about is telling rival games to chill out and to not shoot at one another. And so how do you measure the shooting that doesn't happen, right? That's the issue that we're really facing when you talk about social programs at the municipal level. How do you measure their outcomes? You can follow Sam on Twitter at Sam Hardeman. Um, and yet, if you don't do it, then you know, then everyone looks around and they say, something's got to be done. <laughs> but the something, it feels so vague and undefined and hard to measure um, that, that it creates a disincentive to doing that thing. And that brings me to um, a piece that ran in the Daily Memphian by Jan Hammond, who's the, Josh Hammond, who's the, uh, who's the owner of Buster's Liquors. They had, and it feels like it's just the latest in a bunch of high-profile crimes, but they had, um, according to Josh here, he says, a pickup truck backed into one of our windows in a coordinated early morning burglary that involved up to 10 people and approximately 12 vehicles, causing an estimated thirty to $50,000 in stolen merchandise and damages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then basically says, something has to be done. Um... It's interesting because he doesn't exactly say what has to be done, but he invokes the revolving door. Um, He talks about the DA in sort of vague terms, Steve Mulroy in sort of vague terms. Um, I don't know. What did you make of this? What did you make of this piece? Which we all agree, quote unquote, something needs to be done. Um, What did you make of this piece in the Daily Memphian? Yeah, so I I think obviously... Sorry, Siri uh, wanted to answer your question there, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, you know, it, it represents, I think, the anger and frustration that we see in this community, right? Right. Where, in what, what we talked about last week, Jeff, which is people are very frustrated. You know, the you can watch, you know, video, the surveillance was on several broadcasts. I, was, I personally watched it on Channel 5. And you look at the surveillance video of the crime that occurred at Buster's, and it's a coordinated essentially bash and grab of, of busters. Right. Right. And, and that scares people, you know, busters, particularly in the Papa quarter and particularly in the wider parts of Memphis, the wider parts of our city is, is quite the landmark. So I think it grabs at people in a different way 
or maybe a different group of people. And so I think that, that it represents anger. And, and, you know, Mr. Hammond is, is upset, and he's sort of pointing at the district attorney a little bit. He notes that on election night last year, his business was also robbed, and that was when Amy Wyrick was, you know, essentially defeated by Steve Mulroy. And Mr. Hammond has made a few, you know, Republican donations, which, you know, people are – it's a free country. It's democracy. You can make political donations. But it's interesting that he points out, you know, the Democratic di- district attorney, but – not the district attorney who was technically still in office when his business was first dropped last year. And so I think what you see there, and the reason I bring that up, because people are going to be like, why is Hardman pointing out one party's political base and not another is, I think that you're starting to see how this is becoming political, how the crime in Memphis and the reaction to crime is really maybe starting to harden on some partisan lines. But it's definitely hardening, and we're in a municipal election season, and this is a nonpartisan race, right? But that anger and that feeling in part of, part of the populace, that is going to be something that for a mayoral candidate, you would probably want to exploit. You're probably going to want to speak to that anger and to that fear. And so it's going to be very interesting to see the messaging that the next person who's going to lead our city is going to use and how does it touch that fear that you see and that anger that you see in Mr. Heyman's piece? And I think that's the question here. It's interesting. What we've seen, and it is back in your old home, Massachusetts, with Willie Horton and all, is that Rhode Island. Rhode Rhode Island. Island. I'm sorry, Rhode Island. The, the is that anecdotal reactions to anecdotal crimes that doesn't always seem to make great policy. Right. And 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 stuff that is particularly used to inflame in the election doesn't always seem to make great policy. Um, and we I don't know. everyone's going to talk about this. Right. Everyone's going to be addressing the crime issue, whether you're blue, red, whatever it is, because it's it's it honestly is all anyone is talking about these days. It feels like to me. But some of it seems, I guess, just unproductive. Like, for example, in this piece by Josh Hammond, he points out. Um, that Filtronary was killed five years ago and uh, no one has been brought to justice, appalling, etc. In the same piece where he's basically seeming to be pointing the finger at Steve Mulroy, but Steve Mulroy had nothing to do, like, uh, it, 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 nothing has had nothing to do with the Filtronary case. Uh, it, 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 it's interesting to me. It just feels like Steve Mulroy is held up as the representative of everything bad and the reason we have crime in the city now. And it just seems to me to be, I don't know, sort of shallow. You know, I, I think I, I need to skirt carefully here because, you know, my job is not to report. I know, but, I know. But have opinion, no, but, 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 but to reply to it, Jeff, right? I think that it has been definitely interesting that Steve Mulroy has definitely been pointed at, I think, a little more publicly than his predecessor was, which is interesting because – you know, we, we attribute things in our society and, and, you know, behavioral economists, everyone should read the book, Thinking Fast and Slow, or really like I did, look at the Spark Notes. And, but it talks about our different biases as people. Okay. And one thing is, is attribution bias. And, and one of the things as humans is we want to have a narrative because we exist in a world of narrative. We tell each other stories. That's how we pass on beliefs and culture, et cetera. And as a big society, when we're trying to find narratives for why our society is the way it is, because the reasons that Memphis is one of the most violent cities in America, if not the most violent are very, very complicated and very tough to parse out. And so I think what we're seeing, and we're talking about Mr. Hammond here, but we're, we're really talking, I think broader about the city is I think that there are beginning to crystallize. And I think we've had these narratives for a long time, but we're, we're forming new narratives about why crime is happening. Just like we really, as watchers of the NFL, we attribute almost everything to the quarterback and we don't think about the defensive and offensive line, right? To use that example. Right. Yeah. Um, what's the book, Sam? Uh, the book is Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. Thinking Fast and Slow. All right. Uh, you can follow Sam on Twitter, at Sam Hardiman. You should, and read his stuff at the Daily Memphian. Before I let you go... You uh, you had some thoughts on um, on voting for all stars, particularly in Major League Baseball. Yes, I do, and, and it would make shock maybe some people or no one, depending on what you know about me. That as a political reporter, I am anti the public voting 
on all-star games in general. I think it should be left up to the peers, and I think it is a ridiculous exercise that we really essentially have popularity contests to determine players that go to the all-star game that are supposed to be the best in their selected field. Like, Braves fans aren't going to like to hear this, and I'm speaking to a few Braves fans in particular, but there's (laughs) no way that Orlando Arcia should be in the MLB all-star game this year. But because Braves fans are very excited about their very good team, they're going to vote him in, or there's a good chance they're going to vote him in. And we're going to look back in 20 years and be like, why was Orlando Arcia in the all-star game? It It just messes up history. And I think we should leave it up to the players and coaches. It's absurd. It's absurd. Um, Zemgis Gergensen's, as you know, once an NHL All-Star, which is (laughs) just absolutely preposterous. Um, So I'm with you. Uh, Rip away the fan vote uh, from the fan and give it to people who 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 are more rational. Sam, I appreciate you joining us every single week. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Yep, Sam Hardiman. Did you see the video of the Buster's? I did. Scary? It's, yeah, it's not great. And then there's, you know, I live pretty close to summer, so there was a, it seemed to be the same group, did the same thing to a liquor store there like a week week or two prior. It's not great. Oh, none of it's great. None of it's great. I just don't know the hell I have the answer. That's why we have Sam on. And then, because he's a professional journalist, he won't give me the answer. Correct. Damn him. Uh, all right. Uh, Jeffrey, do we have any? So we've been waiting on, on, on two things. We've been waiting on Ja, and we've been waiting on, on Stefan Diggs. Do we have any more developments on Ja or Stefan Diggs? No, Stephon. but of course, as you pointed out, this will break during Jason and John. It will break during Jason and John. Um, do I have time? I want to tell people about Josh Heisa. Should yeah. I do it at the end? I'll tell people about Josh Josh Hysaw right now. If you're if you're selling your house, uh, Josh Hysaw uh, would be the folks to call, the folks over at Josh Hysaw. Um, and I do mean that because, I mean, listen, I can tell you stories about, and I, I recently told you about this woman named Teresa who I talked to who um, who had her house under contract in three days. I, I can't guarantee that's going to happen for you, as good as the people are, uh, Josh and his team. But I can tell you, that if your house doesn't sell in 45 days, they will either buy it or they will make the payments until it sells. So in this moment, when you're thinking about what what am I going to do? Am I going to list my house? What if it doesn't sell? Interest rates are high. Can I put a bid on another house? When I'm Well, yes, you get the comfort of knowing that in 45 days, uh, it will sell. Just one of the reasons why you should take a look at Josh Heisa. Another is... If you go on over and look at the Google reviews, you'll see they have more than five, more than 280 five-star Google reviews. Call them at 461-8147, 461-8147, or uh, check them out at joshhysaw.com and start packing. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to joshhysaw.com. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. All 650 acquisition, V30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, K5, PG211771, MSRP26152, Sportage, P17, 3696, MSRP27077, EV6, P560, 03394, MSRP50,325. Includes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax island license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offers valid through 63023. Dealer stock only. Warranties limited. Powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details. Hey, Jeff Allen, I hear the summer sales event is up and ready to command the road at Gossip Kia. South Mount Moriah. You heard right, Randy. The summer sales event is bringing you the World Performance Car. 2023 Kia EV6 Wind EPA estimate range 310 miles now $4.99 a month. $49.99 do it signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX only $2.88 a month. $34.99 do it signing. And a luxury 2023 Kia K5 LXS $2.99 a month. $31.99 do it signing. All 36 month lease. And you always get Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gossip Key on Mount Moriah. 2680 Mount Moriah or KeyOfMountMoriah.com. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date tonight. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime... 
Can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. Meet Zach. His work-life balance is anything but balanced. But when he gets on the bike, he becomes Zenzak. Zenzak exists outside of time. His heartbeat sounds like a mellow drum circle. It's cool, right? The only notification he hears is the sound of the ocean. So if you want to reach him, talk to the ocean. Zenzak is so zen because he has 24-7 expert claim service with GEICO, which is totally chill. GEICO Motorcycle. Expert coverage for both your sides. Hey, Mary, is that a new phone? Yeah, just upgraded at T-Mobile. Their new Go 5G Plus plan gives me the same great phone deals as new customers. I am so jealous. AT&T's got me locked into a three-year device contract, and my phone is locked to their network, too. Ooh, that's a long time. Three years! That's like the length of two and a half relationships. It's time to ditch AT&T. Bring your locked phone, and T-Mobile will pay it off, and they'll give you a new 5G phone for free. Boom! You hear that, AT&T? That won't work! Introducing the Easy Unlock. Bring your AT&T locked phone, trade it in, and T-Mobile will pay it off up to 650 bucks and give you one of the latest 5G smartphones free. Plus, next time, you're ready for an upgrade a whole year earlier. Free your phone now at T-Mobile. Pay off via virtual prepaid MasterCard in 15 days. Free phone via 24-monthly bill credits for well-qualified, plus tax and device connection charge. Contact us before canceling to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement is due. See T-Mobile.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Now, back on the Jeff Calkins Show. We'll start that clock running. I think it's going to... Today. Today's the day. Today is the day. It's ridiculous. You feel point. very confident. It's just ridiculous at this point. That's what I really feel confident about. How The, the ridiculousness of that... Like, whatever. Like, it, he's a player. He screwed up. Go ahead. Hand down the discipline. Move on. Like, it's time. I mean, it's why the only conclusion I've reached is, like, this was part of his punishment. Oh, that's right. You're, that's right. You go like, back and because dragging a, it out. At a certain point, you're just like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, other news, Jay Monahan. See, this is Jay Monahan had to sort of take a little bit of a leave because he's recuperating from a medical situation. Yeah, you got Urban Meyer vibes there. What would you make of that? What, what, is, what does that mean? Stress, probably everything. Like, I do imagine, like, it's... Oh, it's... it's uh, but a lot of it, uh, you know, he's not handled his job perfectly. Do you have an Instapot? Oh, uh, we do, yes. You own an Instapot? We do. Do you Aaliyah use it? Use, Aaliyah uses it more than I do. I'm not a what big... Do you, what do you use the Instapot for? Basically, right? she does, like, boil a lot of chicken for, like, chicken salad... And it and it is it in fact instant? It's a quick. Oh yeah, it's I mean, a quick it, way yeah. of cooking chicken. Yeah, you can also do like you know like meals in there. What Instapot manufacturer went bankrupt. Because people aren't buying the Instapot. You know what they've done? They moved on to the air to fryer. The air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time. What's coming up next on 92.9? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John Norton. Heard joins them during the first hour. Pat Forty. We'll join them during hour number three. David Cobb joins us at 2.40 today on Giannotto and Jeffrey. Jeff with Gabe at 5 o'clock. Thanks for listening, buddy. We will be back tomorrow. I got to get out of here right now for an hour. Work is done. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Are you a male over the age of 30 and feeling tired or not like your usual self? Are you underperforming in the bedroom, at the gym, or at work? You might have low testosterone or ED. Dr. Johnson, a board-certified physician at the Memphis Men's Clinic, performs comprehensive evaluations to treat the real underlying issue. Whether you're 30 or 90 years old, let the 
Memphis Men's Clinic get you back to your normal the Memphis way. Call 901-443-0475 or visit memphismensclinic.com. The Memphis Men's Clinic, treating patients the Memphis way. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I think my battery's dead. With free battery testing and charging, AutoZone is here to help. Get in zone, AutoZone. What if I need a new one? We have the right batteries right here at America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, And what if I don't know how to connect it? No problem. We have a how-to for you at AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At the Home Depot, we take Father's Day seriously. Why not get doing and give dad a gift card that gets him out of the house and into new projects? Because the dads who do the most deserve the most. Whether he's into woodworking, yard work, or grilling up something for the family. A Home Depot gift card gives your dad the power to get everything he needs to keep doing the most. Shop today for a gift that powers dad. At the Home Depot, how doers get more done. Zaxby's new chicken bacon ranch loaded fries are a delicious combination of all your favorite ingredients. We start with a bed of perfectly seasoned crinkle fries, then layer on crispy hand-breaded 12-hour marinated chicken, savory hardwood smoked bacon, a drizzle